Hey everybody, it's Late Night Party Boys, and today, on today's episode, we had Juan Miles, Argentinian stand-up comedian who's based in Melbourne now. Well, it was a lot of fun. Mm. We get into it, man, we get into it. Get way into it. His party stories, probably one of the most exciting party stories we've ever gotten. So exciting, but I mean, we're not going to give it away now. Like, no, no, this we, night we is should wild. Go crazy, man. Donkeys, strippers. Fuck. Mike. Short shorts, go-go dances, flares, soccer parties. If you don't know what a soccer party is, you're going to love this. Uh, Latin American parties, very different. As yeah, yeah. Oh, man, the cultural differences. Mm. The cultural differences. Well, here it is. One Miles, this is a party story. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. These boys are party boys. Late night time where we're at another episode of Late Night Party Boys. Um, it's going to be a fun one today. We've got a good friend of mine, Juan Miles. Hey, yo. From Argentina. Nice. Is that Spanish? No, Latin that was the, the, the English version English of version how you of say Argentina. 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 Listen to that accent. Yeah. Listen to right. that accent. Great for the audio medium. It is. It's like it's like the auditive version of having somebody lick your earlobe. I've been told. Oh, yeah. That's good to know. Oh, shit. The earlobe is an erogenous zone, right? That's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Yeah, but I didn't appreciate who told me that because it was some like weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> was like, um, the way you speak was like, <laughs> I was like, no. It's always the weird dudes that want to lick your ear. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's never I, the people you want. It's yeah. never just your run of the mill friendly guys. It's like, hey man, how you going? Can I lick your earlobe? Sure. It's yeah. never the, anyone you want to lick It's your never earlobe. somebody with a seriously non threatening vibe. It's always somebody <laughs> that's like, I don't want you anywhere near me. Let alone so close to my neck. That's a sensitive area. And then they what, offer you what money. What is it about ear licking that attracts the wrong kind of crowd? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. And yeah. Um, so yeah, this is just we. You just have a chat. I already. We most. I don't know, actually. I guess people who are listening don't really know anything about you. No, so, no, no, no. Yeah. Why, why would they? Why would they? You know why what, would though? anyone know anything about any of us? Yeah, I, I got like 700 likes on a comment I did in a post by the Victoria Police on Facebook the other day, and that's like my claim to fame right now. Jesus. I know what did you, what seven, did you say? 700 people saw my name somewhere. That's it. <laughs> it, was, it was just Juan jokes, 
because they were like looking. They 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 shared this post. They were looking for a guy called Juan Rocks. So yeah. like everybody was doing like funny Juan pants, right? And so, you just had a million in the bank. Yeah, exactly. So and I also like I took advantage of me being Juan. So I was like, as a Juan, I fear that this might promote like harmful stereotypes. And I just want you guys to know this is not like a normal Juan. This is please don't judge us based on Juan bad apple. And that was oh, it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Cheesy bullshit, right? Good God. You see, I I get that look. That's great, cause I like. I feel like I write witty comments, and no one likes them. Just like, yeah. cause mind you, half of them are kind of like jabs at people. <laughs> yeah. like, and so, like, yeah, I get why the person who posted this doesn't like it, cause yeah. it's, it's it's like it's directed at them. Dude, the like, the like, best comment, the best comment, like was like the most liked. I think it's around mm. a thousand right now. It was perfect. That's the joke I would have yeah. wanted to come up with. It said. It th it seems like this guy smoked one too many rocks. I was oh. like, that's pretty good. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, Damien it hates in. it. Yeah. I, I Damien hates, hates it. The word yeah. play. It's the word yeah. play. The, yeah, the, Damien hates crowd pleasing stuff. Yeah. yeah he pander to people. Yeah, he doesn't. You know? He doesn't want to do things that people enjoy. That's why no. he keeps doing that com that sort of comedy that nobody laughs at. That's yeah. that's my style. <laughs> people love it. Just not the right people. Yeah. Uh, like, like the other day, so my friend wrote this status, like, on her Facebook, and she's like, choosing to eat a bucket of hummus instead of going on a date. Now that's self-care. Um, a bucket? A bucket. A bucket. A bucket. A bucket. <laughs> that's, you know, it's the serving size for hummus. That's just regular. Anyway, hummus comes so, in buckets. Like, the, the status itself got, like, like 80 likes, right? <laughs> and then I write, I'm like, stop pretending like your date wasn't with that bucket of hummus to begin with. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> no likes. Not one. No Jeez, likes. I wonder Not why. One. Why? Not one. <laughs> oh, my God. What's wrong with the world today when nobody likes your... Your witty comments. That's the world's a sad place. Yeah, it is. People aren't willing to open up their hearts for joy. Yeah, you know what? I think you would be like huge in like North Korea, but like they don't allow you there, so that's why yeah. you don't have a big followers base, you know? Why North Korea? <laughs> <laughs> like what would they get that an English speaking audience? Would? I don't know. I just don't think I think they have the right frame of reference for humor where like Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I'm just being mean right now. I, I'm, I'm not fully awake. <laughs> Are you out last night? Uh, for those of you who don't know, Juan works at a venue called Speakeasy HQ. And so, you're in charge of programming now? I'm in charge of programming and overseeing that both shows run smoothly because we have two different rooms. So, like, mm. two shows running at the same time, with the same performers, it's a great scam what? where we charge people. We charge people double for, for the to, people. Yeah, no, 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 right? no. We charge people like once to see like the same show that other people are seeing on a, on a different room in the same building. Hey, you, are, you can see it in this big ass room or you can see it in this small room. But it's the same show. So what? it's. Yeah. So you just, obviously the lineup is different order, but it's the same acts. Yeah, not not on Saturdays though. Saturdays it's actually like downstairs is only vaudeville, so that's actually kind of sexy because you're like you have like twenty people sitting with you watching like a person get naked in a very like artistic vaudeville? way. That's burlesque. A burlesque. Burlesque. Yeah. Yeah. Vaudeville's yeah, vaudeville. like a whole range. Vaudeville's just yeah. like variety. Yeah, vaudeville is variety. variety. So you have like the jugglers and the other freaks, you know. <laughs> freaks. 
I love, I love it, man. Like I, I, like I work with a guy that calls himself Ukelele Will. Yeah, that's I've, I've met that's him definitely somebody times. that you want in your life. Is it? I yes. Think I caught that name. What? Something Will? What? Ukulele Will, man. It's just, he says ukulele funny because he's not I, from. Ah, here. because I'm. Yeah, sorry, man. How, <laughs> I'm how sorry. do you say it? Ukulele. Ukulele. Yeah. That's fucking retarded. I don't I'm very I'm very off ukuleles because my mum started taking ukulele lessons and For real? Yeah. She's bought three. You only need one. <laughs> you need zero. Can't. That's what how much yeah. ukuleles you need. That's how many ukuleles. Yeah, you need you negative have. amounts of ukuleles in your life. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you know, she's she bought one one of the cheap ones. Yeah. And then she was in a piano store just browsing <laughs> and ended up buying like a four hundred dollar one. And then she went on holiday to Hawaii, and of course, if you're in Hawaii and there's a genuine ukulele, oh you need to God. buy another one, don't you? Oh so she's yeah, when you're in Hawaii, they use ukuleles as currency. Yeah, yeah because <laughs> pass it around. Because when it comes to ukulele, you don't want a ukulele. You need one. That you need one. You need you need nourishment. You need shelter, and you need ukuleles. That's. That's the pyramid right there. I mean, many people don't tell you about Hawaii, but drug trade there is crazy. <laughs> they sneak all these bags of cocaine and ukuleles. <laughs> That's why there's so many there. I think they sneak the ukuleles in the bags of cocaine. That's how, like, they, they have a black market of ukuleles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they disguise them as cocaine traffic. And everybody's like, yeah, bring, this, bring in this cocaine. But I don't want to see you getting any ukuleles <laughs> off that truck. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just someone wanted to buy cocaine, but then they found out it was just a way to stink in ukuleles. <laughs> they were so pissed. They just chucked their cocaine in the ocean. They don't even care. I like care. the idea of the government regulating ukuleles as well. They're just like, look, like we're, we don't have enough cocaine, but we've got way too much ukuleles. Yeah. It's like, no more ukuleles coming into the country. We need to police these. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to run ukuleles the same way the diamond companies run diamonds. Like They control the, the, the flow of the market because this is ridiculous. There's <laughs> everyone in every street corner. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd, I'd just kill just to see a full-size guitar being played on the street. <laughs> just if a busker just had a full-size guitar uh, with, uh, with six strings. None of this four-string mini guitar bullshit. I want to see a movie like Lord of War where, like, the guy is trafficking ukuleles instead of weapons. And then you have the drug, the, the warlord going, did you know that in my, in my country we can get some of your ukuleles for the price of a chicken? <laughs> 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 But you don't get it, man. It's not about the price. It's about all the... I don't know. What is this? You Hawaiian ukulele, you don't get it, man. Yeah, Uh, yeah, speakeasy is like... It'll be a pretty fun place to work, though. It is a very fun place to work, man. Like, it's a a place where, like... Like this is this is the experience I have on a weekly basis. Is I, I, I I'm on stage. I talk some shit to the audience. I improvise some bullshit. I, it's helping me a lot as a mm. comedian because it gets me off my material. Like I yeah. have to improvise a lot, and I've been improving a lot lately with that. So I'm playing with the audience. I talk some bullshit. I bring up some freak on stage, right? Do let's say let's say I bring let's like, say no 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 like, let's say I bring one of the burlesque acts. Let's say I bring one of the burlesque acts, right? <laughs> and I'm like and I'm really peeing myself. I really need to pee. So I take the mic with me because it's a it's a wireless mic. Yeah. I put the mic in my front pocket and I go into the toilet and I'm peeing while listening to the 
song and because I've seen every performer per perform so many times I'm like oh she still has like a couple she has like a whole verse because before she takes off her bra so I can <laughs> I don't have to rush it right now I have it, enough mm. time to pee before she takes off her bra because that's the moment I need to be side of stage again so that's how I measure time now. How how far <laughs> is she away from like getting naked? That's love, how that's how much how time I have like, to pee. I love how like you know at this point you're like yeah she's taking off her bra and your dick's just out. Like, yeah. Just like, yeah. And it like, doesn't like point. it doesn't even flinch anymore, man. I'm like desensitized to those movies. Like it's all. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of weird because, like, in the dressing room, I can just, like, walk in, yeah. you know, like Donald Trump in the Miss America pageant, you know, <laughs> oh, and, no. they don't, and they don't mind because, obviously, I've seen it, and I, like, I'm really good at, at, at keeping eye contact with a girl that's that has his, her boobies out. Yeah, I'm amazing, <laughs> but that's because I have a great peripheral vision, and, um, and then there's a couple of the girls that actually work at the venue that don't, like, get naked. That sometimes I like I walked in and they were like in their bras and shit. So I'm like I'm not faced, but I actually have to pretend like oh I'm sorry, uh, and it's like but I've, it's I've very, seen better. It's a very cramped like office changing room space. Yeah, it is. I, I, and we cleaned it this week, so it's a little bit more spacious, mm. so it it fits more people getting naked. But it's also funny because like you always have like a guy in his underwear. A guy with no shirt that should always be wearing a shirt, and and <laughs> wait, then the girls. Wait, who, who would that be? Like, <laughs> I don't want to say, man. You're putting me in a in a tough spot name right now. Name names. <laughs> D one in a tough spot. One in a tough spot. Come on, man. We want yeah. names. Andy, do it, do it. Andy, you should always wearing a be wearing a t-shirt, man. At the very least. <laughs> you hear that, Andy? Yeah, Put but, a shirt on. Yeah, get them, you Andy. And even if you're not wearing a shirt, wear a singlet under that shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, He's gonna be wearing a tuxedo later, man. Like a, a singlet is the way to go. You know, yeah. you don't get you don't get like sweat stains. Yeah. You know, not many people wear singlets anymore. No, 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 no. Why is that? Falling out of fashion. I think it's like an, uh, like the more ukuleles we have in the world, the less singlets. <laughs> Something like that. Why? <laughs> wow, it's a weird connection, but I think I get it. Yeah. So what you're saying is we need to get rid of ukuleles. Yeah, too late. Like, bring back the singlet. <laughs> bring back the singlet, man. What is it with ukuleles to give people the self-confidence <laughs> to take off a second layer? <laughs> what? Isn't with that magical. Well, they already look so stupid instrument. with the ukulele. They might as well go. Okay, offer the singlet. A couple of man boobs isn't going to make this worse. Nah. <laughs> like nobody, nobody's going to see past the ukulele anymore. Like you become immediately <laughs> invisible when you're walking in the street with a ukulele. Like <laughs> just like no one wants to talk to you. Yeah, Everyone's avoiding eye contact. It's yeah. like, don't look at him. He's going to play it. <laughs> If you if you give him eye contact, he's gonna start playing that ukulele. Oh no, I gave him eye contact. Oh, he's playing it. No, but it becomes a disaster movie like Cloverfield. Everyone's running around, <laughs> running away from the ukuleles. Oh, no. You know what hurts my feelings right now is that like I am aware that I'm like giving this too much shit, but like I actually like ukulele Will, but it's just like so easy to mock him. Because of the ukulele part of his name, and the <laughs> fucked up thing is, I mean, if it was just Will, if it was yeah, just a guy, if you just Will, like nobody makes fun of Will. <laughs> nobody makes fun of Will. Will is a guy that pays his taxes, but ukulele <laughs> Will. Hey, hey, hey! What? He's an artist. None of us pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, that's None true. of us earn enough to pay taxes. Yeah. No, but you know what the fucked up thing is? Like I saw a video of him playing guitar, and he's actually like an amazing. Really? Yeah, like 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 high level. Why does he become guitar Will? Exactly. <laughs> 
exactly. That's like that's like if you could go Super Saiyan and you just walked around getting like the shit, like knocked the shit out yeah. by by like. Why is he in a band? I don't know. I don't know. Well, see what happened was his guitar playing got so good. It ended up killing people in the audience, like <laughs> melting their face off. And he couldn't uh, handle the pain. Yeah. So he decided to downgrade to, to a ukulele. ukulele. Oh, okay. That couldn't hurt sense. anyone. It annoys people like all hell, but it couldn't <laughs> hurt anyone. Uh, that, that's, yeah. Ukulele will, man. Oh, no. Jesus. Um, so how long you've been doing stand-up now for like... Five years. Five, yeah, five years. Five years. One and a half years I in did it in Spanish back in Latin America and then I came here three and a half years ago and I've been doing it for for since then in English. And you still do you still do a few gigs in Spanish, don't you? Like you did a couple last year. Uh I did a couple last year. I wasn't invited to the one this year, which is always fun to see. Like I saw the I saw oh, the no. poster on Facebook and I was like, Yeah, yeah, I get it. You don't like my my attitude, okay? Sure. No, they're they're doing a Spanish. Or? They're doing the Spanish gig this year again here in Melbourne, and I wasn't invited. Really? Yeah, yeah. What you did? What you do, Juan? What did you I, do last uh, year? I, I, I went a little bit too hard on the last one. like uh, Because the thing is, the first gig I did in Spanish here, I mm-hmm. did all material that I had written in Spanish within my first year of doing comedy. Yeah. Uh, which obviously, when I tra- when I like started like trying to relearn it, because I had totally forgotten it, I I polished it, I brought in some new ideas for it, but like I didn't have a chance to workshop it before the gig. Yeah. But it was like material that I mostly used to work when I was a way weaker, way weaker as a performer. So I went up on stage and I did very well, very, very well uh, that night. So mm. these guys that run the night liked me. And then the next two shows were kind of okay, but the third, but the fourth show that we did together, actually didn't go very great because I was so tired of that material and I was like you know what man I I wanna I wanna try these ideas that I have that I've been working on in English and these bits like jokes that you've seen like the whole all my jokes about ISIS and my Mm. jokes about like vegans and cannibals and shit so like I what I did is I translated that into Spanish that's the first time I've ever done that uh, some of the stuff I had to cut out because it only worked in English, mm. but it mostly worked, right? Yeah, and I yeah, did yeah. fairly well, but the thing is that in that gig, uh, the Spanish consul was uh, in attendance, and I don't, I, I don't know for certain, but I think he didn't appreciate my ISIS g- bits because ISIS had been threatening Spain at the time or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of awkward. They but haven't done but, anything yet, though. though. No, no, no. No, no. no Al Qaeda has been like all over Spain. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so I think like ISIS is just respecting their turf. <laughs> yeah. But go. yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't kill. Like, I'm not. I'm not trying to say, oh my god, I was amazing, but they don't like my art. Like, I actually mm. kind of, I borderline bombed. Like, I had. I had like a bunch of lines that worked, but like yeah. uh, I had like long periods of silence. Um, so yeah, and I think that's why they were like, nah, "Let's not get this guy again." How how many other Spanish-speaking comics do they have to choose from? So basically, basically, there's uh, three in Australia, like 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 uh, like fixtures in Australia yeah, yeah, besides yeah. me. 
that, that you could get at any time if you can get them in the same city because they are actually like professional comedians that mm. travel a lot. And then what they're doing for this one is they're actually bringing in uh, a, f a comedian from Spain or something like that, yeah. like a famous one. That's what they did last year. They brought one of the biggest names in Spain uh, over to Australia. He's and the biggest they, name in Spanish comedy. Yeah. Name drop. No, 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 no. Na biggest name in Spain, not in Spanish comedy. Spanish comedy is mostly dominated in Lat for by Latin Americans because mm. it's a bigger market yeah, uh, and they're like traveling more and interact more. Sp Spaniards have made it weird in that like... All, all, all English TV shows like The Simpsons or Friends or whatever, we get like the dubbed versions mm -hmm. in Latin America and they're dubbed in Mexico or Argentina into like a neutral accent of Spanish yeah. that doesn't belong anywhere, only on TV. But Spaniards, they don't use that translation. They have a translation or like a dubbing that's like with a hardcore Spanish accent. Mm. Right, so that's very off-putting for Latin Americans. So yeah. somehow it's become very segregated in terms of markets for content because you can't do your Simpsons bits. Yeah, in in like the yeah. You know, you don't know Doctor Nick. Them. You know Doctor Nick in yeah. in the Simpsons, the the Mexican doctor that's Dr. like Nick super dodgy. Yeah, in Spain they made him Argentinian. Oh. Yeah, and it actually works very well. Like him him being dodgy with an Argentine accent, it's actually even funnier. Than him being dodgy with a Mexican one, like I actually appreciated that a little bit. Is his accent Mexican in the Simpsons one? Uh, I've never seen it in English. Is he not Mexican in English? I don't think he is. It's just a cartoony voice. Yeah, it's just a over exaggerated cartoony voice. Oh well, voice. in uh, <laughs> in like, the Mexican everybody. in the Mexican dub, they make him extra Mexican. Yeah. So like they're basically shitting on themselves. They're like <laughs> the Mexican doctor is dodgy. And they are the ones that have control over that shit. So that's quite so they, kind of funny. They decided <laughs> not to go after another yeah. another country. They're just like, no, nope, yeah. that's us. Yeah, but <laughs> Spain, 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 Spain didn't give a fuck. They were like, you know what? This guy that doesn't know medicine, he's going to be from Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they basically segregated the market in a way that... Uh, Latin Americans don't really get much of the shit that is being done over there, and and we don't get much of the stuff that's happening on Spain either. Like mm. like films, like proper films, when it's a really good movie, like a really good Spanish movie, like a main, like a mainstream Spanish movie, we'll get it. But and the other way around. But for the most part, it's very like separate. So Latin America is a bigger, it's the biggest market for like Spanish uh, speaking content. So yeah, like like some of the Argentine comedians, like the top ones, yeah, they actually sell out not not arenas, but like maybe small stadiums, like twelve thousand people and shit. Mm. Yeah, like in Mexico and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty decent. And I'm and I'm, I'm I, I didn't sell out a thirty seater room this last comedy festival. So so and I'm, you, you I'm far from that. that. Yeah. You were selling out, or you weren't? No, I weren't. You weren't. I wasn't. You weren't. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll get there, man. It's all marketing, baby. It's, <laughs> it's all, all politics, man. It's all politics. It's all, it's all politics about hustling. It's about <laughs> Hashtag hustle. <laughs> hustle. Hey, man. I mean, you've seen some of the stuff that gets just the right, like, right time, right publicity, sells out. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to like try to drop the N word in this podcast to see <laughs> if I can get a controversy going, but it's not coming out organically. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean you can try it, but no, once I don't, again, 
I don't want to try it uh, now. It's going to look too contrived, man. Like I mean, people are going to see through. Our, our 50 listeners will be <laughs> shocked and appalled. Yeah, I, I feel like they would be like the kind of lovely people that would like bring out the torches, you know? That's what I want. I want like reasonable people to hate mm. me. That Manufacturing way. controversy. Yeah, that, you got to do that, it. That could be, you know what? As a theme for a comedy show, that could be great. Yeah. And you just I go told, out trolling. I told you the other day I wanted my next Adelaide Fringe show to try and get controversy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the city it. of churches. Yeah, that was, that's what uh, we, so me and Ross planned. Yeah. It's because Adelaide was so terrible for us. Like, <laughs> like we're just oh, like, oh, really? I, I wasn't aware of that, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, Everyone the, loved her. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, the fact that we were, we were, <laughs> we were, we had a notable mention as the worst show in Adelaide Fringe three times and well, uses clickbait. I, I, I do feel like you guys were bringing the, the price of property down for the time you guys were there. <laughs> oh, well. Well, you know, I mean, it's property in Adelaide. No one wants to live there anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, they uh, need a scapegoat. They made you a scapegoat, man. Exactly, exactly. It's also that's also quite funny because the guy who reviewed us was a real estate reviewer. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, anyway, so because we did so badly, we're like, you know, we need an angle, we need some controversy. And uh, Neil Potenza, Josh Lugrove did a show at Adelaide Fringe called "Come Heckle Christ." Oh yeah, I, I, uh, I heard about a it a few years ago, and it did really well. And like, pe- pe- people were like picketing. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. like, everyone knew about this show because they were so appalled. So me and Ross were just like, we need to take this a step further. What would get their attention? And we came up with abortions the musical. Nice. And the poster was gonna be like bloodied fetuses, <laughs> um, like doing those kicks. You know those yeah. what do you call it? chorus kick line, line, kick, chorus kick line, line. Kick line. Oh, line, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and with a coat hanger pulling them off stage. <laughs> just you know, yeah, that yeah, old yeah, Bordeville, yeah. like coat hanger pulling them off, and it, yeah, I mean it. It'd get attention. <laughs> you know, you know what you could do, like in the background, like in the like like in the theater background of the of the poster, like you have the kids like doing the ki- the curse kick line, mm. whatever it's called, right? And then you could have like two giant like beans, like like trash trash cans with like baby on board signs. Oh, oh god! <laughs> right? That's, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've about all we can do, Damien and Ross, draw a caricature of Prophet Muhammad for now. <laughs> oh, shit. That was, uh, I, was, I, was I said this to Damien. That was our second I th- option. I, think, I, I like keeping my head. <laughs> I said this to Damien. I think a friend of beheading could do wonders for our career. Uh, I mean, it could, but this is my moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, you, you could market yourself as the first headless comedian. Uh, yeah, mm. man. Well, there, there, there's a couple that I'm not sure if they have one. <laughs> They're very famous, though. Very famous. What? They have a head? Or a brain. No, a it's brain. a brain. Nah, a brain. Yeah. They, they have the outside part. I don't know about the inside. Uh, um, I don't know, though, like, with the whole abortion thing, like, I, I get what you're going for, but I think it's City not... City churches. Yeah, I, I know, think but it's play harder into like religion, like something yeah. about Christianity, something about no, you no. Know? You, you know what my problem is? You need something that's a little bit more topical. It's not, mm. it's not really like something that's happening yeah, right now. It's not like uh, as th- heated a debate in Australia. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much. I'm accepted. not, I'm not saying go for same-sex marriage because everybody's doing something regarding that. So it's a oversaturated, saturated market. But mm. but like think something along those lines. But it's like that's something more timely, like more. What's what's going on in could the we, world, man? Could, 
could like the Mohammed thing is great if you want to die, but <laughs> um, so let's try to find like a middle ground. The, the title of the show: The floodgates are open. Damien and Ross marry dogs. <laughs> Dude, that would actually upset people on the right and on the that left. That's what everyone. you want to go that would with. Just yeah. Upset everyone. yeah, alienate and everybody. And then we just have a dog wedding. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god. They said same sex marriage would lead to this. Barnaby Joyce was right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to marry this dog, but I feel like I have to. <laughs> on the upside, he's pretty cute, though. <laughs> Oh my god, that, oh. that that's a good idea. I, I I would pay to see you guys marry dogs. Like <laughs> uh, only only if I get to to see like the the, the nuptials, like the best one, man, just, no, want, man's oh. best friend. Oh, dude, a box party for dogs. Just <laughs> 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 uh, get a bunch of strippers, yeah. put peanut butter on them. Oh my god! Uh, well, yeah, that's that's yeah, that that would probably do it. Yeah. I don't know, but by then, by then, surely, by Adelaide, Adelaide Fringe next year, surely, like marriage equality has been achieved, right? Oh, it's Parliament; it could take another year. Uh, I don't, and it's I don't Adelaide know. people with their cane, shake their canes. canes. <laughs> like, I can't believe this passed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know enough about like Australian politics to know how uh, fast this sort of thing would move. I don't think move. anyone knows how it's actually going to work either. Like, yeah. oh, they're going to work so hard to try and put it off. Yeah, it's just like, oh, now we need to count the votes. Oh, now we need to, you know, schedule a meeting in Parliament Tony, now that everyone wants Tony it. Tony Abbott's going to want to recount. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's a, it's, it's not it's a non-binding vote as well. So no, it's just that, that, be... that much I know. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's funny. I, I think it's just that like they they need to have people fighting over some ineffectual bullshit. So they went with this because people are very passionate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About it uh, in Argentina, they passed it. I think in like 2010, if I'm not mistaken, mm. and nobody really gave a fuck. Like, um, like there was like a little segment on the I mean, right that they were like, "This is an abomination," and we're all like, "Hey, we're we're busy with some other shit to actually like care," and these people yeah, seem to it's like just it. That, and, like, it doesn't really affect anyone, yeah. aside from the people who care about it. So just let yeah. them have it. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like, why are we arguing about this? Yeah, like just yeah. give them equality. Um, all right. Speaking of parties, speaking of parties, which is what they'll have when marriage equality is so, passed, one huge. Oh, party that was a nice transition. That was a seamless. See what I did? Yeah, like, I see what was, you did there. Uh, you've got a party story. This podcast is about <clears throat> late night parties. Yeah, <laughs> late night party boys. Yeah. And Juan has his story about a, a Latin American party different to regular parties. I believe. <laughs> Somewhat different, right? Are they different? Uh, there's music, alcohol, and attempts to get laid. Uh, so very oh, so different. different. Very yeah. different. So different. <laughs> Exotic. A different place over there. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, but it does include cocaine and tons of it. So, like, that's that's pretty on brand mm. for Latin America, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you, the five dot points you gave us that happened. Yeah. So, to refresh you. You went to a club with your meathead cocaine enthusiast friend and his guys. Everyone is your average loud douche talking shit about banging chicks. Yeah. Uh, number two, at the club they all stand in a circle talking and don't approach anybody. It's boring. <laughs> I get bored and on a whim I recruited a chick and sent her and my friend to talk 
to couples at the bar about a swinger situation to distract them while I went behind them and stole their drinks. <laughs> That's number three. Four, it works. The chick has some drinks without some leaves. <laughs> Five, everyone goes home. No one gets laid, but they already tell the story about the time together as epic. Yeah. So That's pretty much it. This is one of those, like, this is party stories. It's kind of like a non-event. It is. It is kind of an event. I just think it's uh, a really funny story because it was like it was like very boring. Yeah. It seemed like it was building up to something. It was like ridiculously anticlimactic, and then like somebody, some some months later, everybody's like trying to like, like spin it like it was something awesome. <laughs> Because these are like the your sort of dudes that are like always like, yeah, bro, we're going to bang so many bitches tonight. And then they get there and they're just standing in a circle just drinking. Yeah. Did, so did you want did you want like something where like everybody had a great time? Is that what you were no, going for? No, no. We could, we could have like best, worst, weirdest. That's the so, whole So this thing. works. This would be worst. Oh, would this it? this works for your concept. Yeah, this works for the concept. Oh, okay. No, I just felt a little bit of judgment right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the night. The yeah. people involved. So we go. So, so I, I was in uni at the time, and I had this friend. Uh, his name was Andre, but we called him Robocop, <laughs> because right? Why? Yeah, because this guy, like, like this is a guy that has, uh, like, look, I'm not, I'm not killing myself in the gym right now, but I'm right now, I'm more buff than he was back mm. then, but he kept like talking about going to the gym for like two hours a day every day and taking some mild steroids and shit like that and he was building like no muscle he had a little (laughs) bit of a structure but he walked like he was a like he walked like he was a a bodybuilder he walked like all stiff like right um and these are the kind of guys, stereotypical Argentine dudes that talk about soccer all day long. And ah. like, this is how non-Argentine I am. I don't give a fuck. I'll call it soccer. You can rescind <laughs> my citizenship. I don't care. Um, yeah. So like One these guys, we meet. We meet at his place. We have some drinks. We like pre 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 game, you know, sort of thing. Uh, they're talking about soccer all night. I'm very fucking bored. They start getting hyped. We're like, oh, we're gonna bang so many chicks, right? Uh, and like that, we we obviously had a barbecue. I don't know why I I should mention that maybe, but that's a normal thing over there before the club. So you go there like full of meat and drinks, uh. right? And then we get there, and they already start doing some coke in the car. We get to the club, we go in. They're like, yeah, bro, like high fiving their dicks. I don't know what they do, you know. I'm not. <laughs> You know the thing is like I'm very good at camouflaging into that sort of group. Like I can I can pass off as a douchebag. Like look at my faith. I clearly <laughs> like if you see me, you're like yeah, this is kind of that dude. But I I, I wasn't at all. Mm. Um, I would much rather stay home reading at the time. But I was like trying hard to become a normal person. So I, and I thought that was it. So we go right and we're having some drinks. I don't do cocaine. I've never done cocaine. Uh, but for some reason, I'm really good at just, like, hanging out with people who are, like, high off their shit. And then, like, it starts getting boring because, for real, these guys are, like, just bragging about all the chicks they banged, all the chicks they're going to bang in their lives. And mm-hmm. then they're just, like, standing in a circle holding their drinks. Like, they're 14-year-olds, scared to talk to girls at a high school dance. Mm. So I, I get really bored, right? And I see this girl, like, standing nearby... 
And for some reason, I'm like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Uh, this is this shit is boring. These guys are boring. And like we, we start talking, but in a very non-flirtatious way, because it's more like more than like just trying to like pick up a girl. I'm just like, I just want to have fun. I just want to have fun. So I'm like, at least I'm going to ha- talk to somebody that's not going to talk to me about football. And what happens is that like two guys from my group come over when they see me with the girl, which is a fucking cock blocking move if I've ever seen one. Right. So we're we're talking like that, right? And then I'm like bored, and I see like this couple sitting at the bar, and the guy looks douchey as hell. And behind them, they have a bucket with a bottle of champagne, right? Mm. So just because it just popped in my head, I'm like, hey, you guys, you look like you would make a a nice couple, right? Like she was pretty cute, and the other guy was kind of a good-looking dude, sort of. So I'm like, you guys pretend you're a couple. Go over to that couple standing on this side of them and say, hey, you guys, we think you're you're pretty attractive. Would you like to do like a swinger thing, right? And I'll go around and steal the drinks. So they're like... Tell them you're going to steal the drinks? Yeah, I tell them I'm going to steal the drinks. Yeah, right? And they get really excited about it because they're like, oh my God, this is the kind of whimsical shit you only see on movies. (laughs) The great high. Yeah, yeah, right. And they, uh, yeah, because everybody was bored, man. It was this like, is the Ocean's Eleven. You know clubbing. why? Because this is the thing. This is not a party, and this is where I failed you too, guys. This is not a party. This is a club. So you don't have an occasion to party. That's my problem with clubs. This is like a manufactured fake party. Yeah. Okay, people just go and they do the things that they do a party, but they're they don't have a reason to. Yeah, they're forcing a party. Stop That's it. The party. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. You can't force the party, just man. Can't force yeah. the party. Yeah. Let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so like, it, that, that, suddenly that idea is exciting. So they go, they start talking. Like now, this couple, they're pretty, pretty good-looking people, right? Mm-hmm. But they, they, and obviously, like, since like this girl that I found is pretty cute and the guy is good looking and they look like they showered recently and everything. It's That's not going to be want. offensive if they come in like not too strong, right? So they come kind of politely. Hey guys, would you consider, right? And these guys are not like into it, but they're not insulted either. Like they're kind of flattered, right? Mm. So why they're in conversation? I just sneak behind the guy. Like I'm just going to order a drink. And when they're not looking, I just grab the bottle. And it was like a f- very fancy yeah. champagne, right? Like Baron B or something, Baron B. I don't know. It's like a brand, like a French brand that we get in Argentina. And it was very fucking expensive at the time. Did they notice? No, they, they, I don't know if they noticed because what I did is like I walked away back to our group and went like, like calling it under, right? Uh, and then when these guys came back, we just went to the other end of the club and drank it, right? And then we pulled that shit again to another couple. But this couple were drinking like the cheapest sparkling wine that you could have. Mm. Uh, and that's when the girl was like, you know what? I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> uh, I felt dirty. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not I'm about feeling involved. dirty. It's like this This didn't pay off like the first time. And I don't yeah. know what the hell we're going to drink like on our third attempt. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like I'm only in the heist for the top shelf liquor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, and people don't get many bottles over there, man. It's yeah. expensive. So you generally have, like, people drinking from horrible plastic cups, you know, and, like, drinking, like, shitty vodka with with um, with Red Bull. That's, a, yeah. that's the main drink at clubs. That and, like, a horrible, horrible, like, cheap goon mixed with, like, Coke or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a Spanish Coon thing that's becoming oh, I famous. Have, I have heard of that, actually. Yeah, it's called Calimocho. And um, 
So yeah, so like the girl, the girl suddenly like loses heart. Like when we're like, when she has a, like, a, like a sip of that shit, she is sparkling wine and she's like, you know what? This is, this is not fun anymore. Was she there with friends or she just, huh? Was she there by herself? Or she had she... friends. She just was hanging just out with us. And I was like starting to like try to put like a... the moves on her. But again, like not, not in a very like aggressive way. I was trying just to be, to be cool, to play it cool. So, so like, I don't, I don't think that I scared her off by bringing in this vibe in the dynamic, but mm-hmm. like she just left. And then that's what that's the one like, then the guys were like, whoa, that was awesome, man. And like, these guys are still like hanging around in a circle. That, that That's what they've done all night, right? Yeah, and, the and they're the sort of creepy guys that they will see a girl walk by and they will like do like, Nah, hey yeah. girl, how are you doing? Just just so their friends see them do that and be like, you see, I went up to that girl. She didn't see, want I it, but I can. That girl like, that they, I'm interested in girls. Just yeah, so you guys exactly. Know. Yeah, so I made so, that girl uncomfortable over there. So, uh, you, yeah. you're, gonna, you're gonna spot me at gym tomorrow. <laughs> just <laughs> girls are the boys. Yeah. I, I mentioned how I yelled at you. Saw how I yelled at that girl. Like clearly not interested in. I mean, no. any of you guys. <laughs> in that way. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna hit the showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull out that dig now. Um, <laughs> More coke. Yeah, dude. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty much it. And nobody got laid. We ended up leaving at a reasonable time, like when it was like still half an hour away from last call. Yeah. And we just walk out, and my friend gets up because I, I, w- I was driving that night. And in Argentina, you're like I was young, but also like nobody really cares that much. So sometimes you drink a little bit more than you should when you're driving. But I get on my car, I put the key in the ignition, I turn on the engine, and then my friend sitting in the passenger seat, he like he reaches over, grabs the key, turns off the engine, pulls the key out of the ignition, and I'm like, I'm gonna get fucked now. And he actually <laughs> uses my car key to get a last bump of cocaine oh, man. before the ride. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I'm driving you over to your parents' house. You still live with your parents. Are you supposed to have just that like, one long pinky, pinky nail? Like your pinky finger. I wish this like, guy was like that. Like actually, that's... him using the my car keys was like a lot better than usually because the first time I ever saw anybody do cocaine in front of me was this same guy on a Sunday afternoon, early afternoon, like two p.m. We were still wa- still waiting for the barbecue to be ready, right? And he pulled out like imagine if you cut like a square of a call uh, a calls bag like a like a like a nylon bag, right? Yeah. Uh, and you cut a square and you put like a bit of cocaine in there and you like wrap it up in that. Mm. So he pulled out like that. That's how he kept his cocaine. Not yeah. not a nice little Ziploc bag. Ziploc right? No, no, no. Just just a piece of, of of like nylon that he cut off like a shopping bag, right? And it was all like kind of wet. So so he had to like scratch it with his fingernails. Jesus. No credit card involved. Just his fingernails. And then he like dipped his fingers in the powder and then he was like sticking the tips of his fingers in his nostrils i I feel like if it's it's wet wouldn't it like stick together yeah that like impede the i know i know i don't don't know how cocaine works because again i've never done it but like i was like so disenchanted with the idea ever since i saw that like that's i think that's the reason i never did it i was like oh this is not as glamorous as it looks in movies man (laughs) yeah that's fair enough yeah, and now I'm here in Australia, and everybody's like, "You've never, for real, Juan? Like, you can get like the best cocaine in the world in Argentina for like five, five dollars a gram." Like, everybody's very aware of the cocaine market Everyone over knows there. The price. Everybody <laughs> knows the, <laughs> price knows the price of cocaine in my home country. Except you. Except I. Yeah. 
But then I heard, ah, because here it's like $300 a gram. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty excessive. Jesus. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. And that's and that's pretty much the story? That's that's, that's pretty, pretty much, much the it. story. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. Yeah. That's, that's, does that work for your concept? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's pretty much what you gave us is what we worked with. So, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, well, that's what we've done. But, but before we do that, we, um, we do a couple of, yeah, we've got a couple of segments. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Segments. Yeah. So before we get into your, your party story sketch, who is Juan Miles? Me. But who? As in, like, on the inside or However you interpret as it. a concept? Who is Juan Miles? Who is Juan Miles? Um, no, one, no one really important in the grand scheme of things, you guys. You know, in eternity, we are all meaningless. But who? Okay. <laughs> okay, but who is Juan Miles? <laughs> Juan Miles. Um, um, comedian, barbecue enthusiast, enthusiast uh, not a very good English speaker. Mm, yeah. And beyond that. Beyond that. What? Who <laughs> is one miles? Yeah, who is one miles? Great. I think we got our answer. <laughs> um, right. now, you guys are weird. I like it. Now, we've got a segment that we've been doing for, for weeks now. And it hasn't really worked for some reason. Yeah, it right. just keeps bombing. It keeps bombing. We don't know why. Okay. Uh, the segment's called Juan Loses It. Um, yeah. We've been doing it for three weeks now. Where Wait, is it always called Juan Loses It? Or is it called, called... Yeah, we don't know the, why it doesn't, the, the work. Guest, it doesn't The work. guest loses it. Now, is it the guest, like no, regular guest? Or is it Juan Loses It? Every week it's Juan... Yeah. Bits called Juan loses oh, it. Oh, okay, so it might work today because I'm Juan. So it Maybe. suddenly, we don't know. suddenly we don't know it makes sense. Work. We don't okay. know why it didn't work. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our favorite segment. Juan loses it. What will he complain about this week? What's what's on his mind? Oh, I gotta lose it. Yeah, what's it? What's oh. on your mind, Juan? You gonna? Oh shit! Yeah, what? Um, what? what, what? Uh, you know, you know when like you, when you work in a in a, in, a, in a cafe and people come in and they want like an extra hot soy flat white and they want it to be very flat and very hot and that's not feasible and who the hell are you? Get out of my life! Oh man, oh, man, oh man, he's he lost, lost it. it. He's lost. He's gone <laughs> cuckoo bananas. Oh, man. you can't stop the guy. He's Throwing opening his mouth for studio. more. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sorry if I went too hard on that, you guys. I didn't mean to. No, lose no it. that's what that segment's all about. <laughs> oh, man, he just keeps going. He's a spinning top of yeah. a, of, of a rant. Yeah, yeah, especially when they want like, like an equal in there. I mean, please. Yeah. Man, you just can't stop the guy. He just keeps going. <laughs> you get He's losing it. He's God damn it! Full of hatred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Wow. <laughs> That's a very weird segment. Uh, it's so so for like the last four podcasts, you had a segment called Juan loses it, and there wasn't there yeah. was no Juan to lose it. So just very confused. Jesus, it? he's still get going. <laughs> Segment's over, Juan. <laughs> now it now it takes us to the sketch part of your story. Uh, so you're gonna you haven't seen this script before. No. Uh, you'll be playing the part of Juan. Yay! I can and, play that. And uh, yeah, I think we really captured the essence of it. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Juan's party story. Interior, gym, day. Juan is working on a elic. I can't say. Elliptical. <laughs> Elliptical machine. Turning his glutes casually whilst listening to a podcast when his friend Jorge walks by him. Yo, Juan, 
Long time no see. How you been? <laughs> I've been really good, man. I haven't seen you since my nephew Sasa baptism. Holy shit! It would have been that long ago. Pequeño Teddy hasn't doused in salsa in years. That's Catholicism in Argentina for you. That and the molestation. Ain't that the truth? Hey man, we should catch up. Me and my crew are heading out this weekend. Uh, wherever we do, wherever, whenever we do, things get wild. I love a good fiesta. Awesome. You're gonna love the guys, man. They are loco, you know. Who's in your crew? Jorge's crew comes by and joins him. They're all here now. There's Pedro, biceps of an angel. <laughs> Carlos, glutes of the devil. <laughs> Enrique, bulge of a viking. <laughs> Together, we are A-grade, 100% South American beef boys who really know how to party. Do you guys know any women at all? Maybe. <laughs> But it doesn't matter. They all know us. We are a bunch of beefy gym boys. We make it rain, hombre. We get the dance floor wetter than the Igazu Falls. Wetter than the Ibiro wetlands. That is Argentina's most popular waterfall. All wetland and wetlands. Well, there is plenty wet. <laughs> What? That's why we party at the Copacabana. Next door to the Copacabana. Just across the street from the Copacabana. <laughs> Soccer, 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 Messi. <laughs> Exterior club. The beef boys are all waiting outside the club. One is getting excited. Man, I can't wait to see how a group of beef boys like you party. If it's as half as wet and wild as you say it will be, it's gonna be an amazing night. Oh, uh, you'll see. Just you wait. Interior club. The beef boys make their grand entrance in the club. Now, fellas. Assume the position. Soccer, soccer, Manchester United. The boys all form a circle and stand still. One looks confused. Wow, what's what's happening? It's all happening. Now we stand. Well, what do you mean we stand? Not even not even a choreographed good group paso doble. Well, we stand and we wait, and we wait, and we stand. <laughs> Who knows what can happen? Anything. Just the thought of it is exciting. I mean, it, it, it sounds stupid, but, but maybe it's just so stupid it just might work. Interior, club, later. One hour passes and nothing has happened. One looks annoyed as everyone else looks expectant. Something's gonna happen, I can feel it. A waitress approaches the group. Do you guys want any drinks? Oh, wow, look at that, amazing. <laughs> uh, I'll have a few. Soccer, soccer, offside, red card. No, Juan. The calories. We're shredding for a quinceanera. He's fine. Interior club. Two more hours pass. A man pushes past the group. Oh crap! Shit's about to go down. Sorry, hombres. Yeah, that's what you get. You don't mess with the beef boys. Interior club. Another 30 minutes pass. Another man vomits next to them. Ah, well, look. Look at this. Amazing. I don't want to be ungrateful, but this isn't very exciting. Ah, I was afraid of this. Sometimes when we do the formation, nothing happens all night. I, I didn't want to jinx us, but uh, when this happens, we give the night a helping nostril. Jorge grabs a baggie of cocaine strapped to his ankle. I'm a little cocaine boy. <laughs> We're all little cocaine boys, Juan. Getting that goody good time powdered up in nostrils. Oh man, uh, look, 
I don't really want to do cocaine. I just kicked my heroin addiction. Can we just go and dance or something? No, we can't dance because of my teeny tiny calves. <laughs> we need this cocaine because as physically perfect as we are, we need to add size to our calves. Do you know how embarrassing that is to have small calves and be moving your legs on the dance floor? Every salsa twist drawing attention to your ridiculously small calves. Why oh, he bursts into tears. <laughs> ben opens up a baggie, takes off Pedro's shirt, then does a line of coke off Pedro's biceps. <sighs> yeah, baby. Cocaine cut with the highest whey protein concentrate money can buy. I'm gonna bang 14 chicks. I'm gonna bang 17 chicks. And I'm going to bang 31 chicks. Soccer, soccer. Can we do something else other than cocaine? Sure. I got some angel dust too. Lay it on Pedro's torso. He's the biceps of an angel. That's why we snort the angel dust of it. Anything other than drugs? Mm. I have some devil's fruitcake. Oh, <laughs> he takes out the devil's fruitcake that was taped to his other ankle. <laughs> and we have the devil's fruitcake of Carlos's glutes. <laughs> oh, he places the cake on Carlos's glutes and starts eating off it. Eating cake off an ass. <laughs> A true Argentinian tradition. Oh, this is fucking stupid. A woman walks past as one gets her attention and goes to talk to her. Hey, you see that couple over there? Um, yeah? They want to talk about striking up some sort of swinger situation, you and Carlos over there? Whoa, Juan. I know we fancy ourselves as party boys, but we respect ourselves too much to have some sort of swinger situation with a bunch of people I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know any of you. It's not me, man. It's that couple over there. They want to be swinging. Well, we have to go talk to them. Josie and Carlos put their drinks down at a nearby table as Juan goes to steal them. My master plan! It has succeeded! Juan then lowers his head down in shame. God, I'm pathetic. The only way things could get worse is if I become a comedian in Melbourne, Australia cruising around the open mic scene. Carlos and Jersey immediately walk back to Juan. They didn't say anything about a swinger situation. <laughs> Is that our beers? Juan looks around, darting his eyes left to right. He's been caught. Hey, let's talky for a while. All right, let's slip our conversation hats on for a spell. This happens. Jersey then leaves after a while. Juan and Carlos look over to the rest, kirked off their gourds. <laughs> this party is the worst. Yeah, I stole a few drinks. Salsa baptism! <laughs> Jan, Juan douses himself in salsa. Interior beer garden, two years later. Ah, uh, dude, that night was epic. Epic, epic, epic. Dudes, there'll never be a greater night such as that. Ah, uh, man, remember when I did, like, that sweet roadhouse kick and saved, like, Gina Davis or whatever? <laughs> And then she went off and started an all-female baseball lineup. Legendary. Legendary. Oh, I remember when, like, we went to Kick-Ass Mountain and we totally kicked some ass. Soccer, soccer, soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soccer Mountain, man. Soccer Mountain, too. Juan gets up and has an outburst. 
What are you all assholes talking about? Absolutely nothing happened at the party. You stood around and did cocaine. And the angel dust. Cocaine and angel dust. Yes, sure. You're all either dumb, delusional idiots or deliberately choosing to misremember the night. No one ever got laid. Look, Juan, come on now. We're definitely not dumb and delusional. That's it. I'm going to Australia. Argentina's just not for me anymore. Juan goes to walk away when Enrique goes to stop him. You can't leave Juan. What will the people do? The people of Argentina need you. Juan looks somberly. <laughs> but let's go down as one spotlight shines on him. It's an actual, you know, the music. It won't be easy, you think it's strange. When I try to explain how I feel, that I still need your love after all that I've done, you won't believe me. All you will see is a girl you once knew. Oh, she's dressed to the nights at sixes and sevens with you. I had to let it happen. I had to change. Couldn't say all my life down at hill, looking out of the window, staying out of the sun. So I chose freedom, running around, trying everything new. But nothing impressed me at all. I never expected it to. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. And as a fortune, as for fame, I don't know. I never invited them in. <laughs> <laughs> Though it seemed they really have to do this for the yeah, yeah, yeah. Though it seemed to the world they were all I desired. They are the illusion. They are not the solutions they promised to be. The <laughs> answer <laughs> is here all the time. I love you and I hope you love me. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Tina. Don't <laughs> cry for me, Argentina. Argentina. The but truth is I never left you All through my wild days My mad existence I kept my promise Don't keep your distance Have I said too much? There's nothing more I can think of to say to you But all you have to do is look at me To know that every word is true Juan then turns forward and walks away triumphantly. Finn. That's, that was beautiful, you guys. I, I love how you assumed that I would know how to sing the verses and not just the chorus like everybody else. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, we had your back on those choruses. <laughs> you did. That's for sure. You asshole didn't added, know added, it either. Added, added of course pep. we didn't. <laughs> We just wanted a song that had Argentina in it. Yeah, and it's the only one. <laughs> we were limited in options. Yeah, I know. It was a good choice. Like, it actually fits the narrative it perfectly. Did. That was very, very that's, good. That's how Juan ended up in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, running away from the beef boys. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh. thoughts on the party shows? No, no, no. Pretty was, accurate. No, no, that was actually a very good sketch. I actually enjoyed the whole like he has the biceps of an angel <laughs> and the salsa baptism was a nice touch that's that's pretty accurate i like that you guys did your research yeah we because, did yeah. we actually um did 
took each other's shirts off and doused each other in salsa just to see what it'll be like. Yeah, because, science. You know? Yeah, because you need to get into the into the mind space yeah, of yeah. going through that experience. We're and, artists, so and I appreciate wanna... it because you know, like, it, it, like if you were just like talking shit and saying that, people would be like, you know, that's kind of like like racist. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But 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 you guys like got into it. You did it honestly. You learned my uh, my culture, yeah. and I'm really grateful that you guys did an effort to like Look, connect with me Googled on that level. Argentina. Like that's we did our research. Yeah. Like the Ibera wetlands, Igazu Falls. I, I honestly I don't know what the Ibera wetlands are. I know the Iguazu Falls, but okay. I, I never heard about they're the places, wetlands. This place there are places in Argentina. Top I, tourist destination. I believe <laughs> I know the the Iguazu Falls. I've been there but I don't okay. I've okay. never heard of the wetlands, like for real. Wow. You've got to explore your own country. Yeah. What? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, and then getting shredded for a quinceanera. Well. <laughs> that's, that's really good. That's, that was my personal <laughs> favorite. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. And I like the calves thing. That was actually a good touch because I keep joking about that shit all the time. They're always very sensitive about it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like calves is the one part of the body that's really hard to add mass to when you train <laughs> it, and that, and I love and that's a joke I have, or like a running joke I have with with my girl that I keep telling her that, like complaining about it in front of her to other people, and <laughs> she gets like really cringy about it. She's like, that's "You're so enough. embarrassing, Juan." Well, um, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. So thank you for coming on the podcast, Juan. No, thank you guys for you're having me. You're very welcome. You have great calves, guys. Thank you. No, I don't. Yes, you Stop do. Stop lying to me. Yes, you do, Ross. God damn it. Believe in yourself and your calves. <laughs> All right, I will. <laughs> Were we kidding? Were we kidding? What a night. What a no, night. Insanity. Oh, Insanity. And what a voice. At the end of that. What a voice. What amazing. John Farnham, eat your heart out. Fucking hell. One miles for next year's Grammy. Best singer. Grammy? I'm thinking Australian Idol. Even bigger. <laughs> Even bigger. <laughs> What's bigger than a Grammy? Australian Idol, of course. 100%. They're going to bring it back just after they hear this podcast. Yeah, they have to. They'll go, well... This is what's happened since the show's been off air. No one's been able to go on and sing anymore. They just go on this podcast. That's where the talent's been shining. Exactly. Well, um, yeah. So thank you, Australian Television. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, Australian Television. You're welcome. And uh, once again, if you've liked the episode, like and subscribe on the old iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a nice, nice review. Hi, Damien. So this weekend we're doing like a trial show of our, of our uh, you know, show we're going to be doing for the festival seasons next year. That's correct, Ross. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we've got a lot of kinks to work out. Right, right, right. Lots of kinks, but a lot of great content, right? Yeah. A lot, lot of good characters. A lot of great clay that we want to mould. Want to mould into a Gibbo Award. Yes. That's an award you can get. Very, or even shooting higher, Academy Award. Academy Award or Gibbo. Either one. Or Miss Universe. Whichever one they will give us. I truly want a Miss Universe Award. You want one or you have one? I want one. I feel like this show can get that. I can. We've got a swimsuit edition in the show. Yeah, we're... You know, beautiful people that want world peace. Yeah, come what? and, come what and are we judge wanting? us. Come and judge us on our ethics, morals, talents, and looks. Um, at 8.30 at the Butterfly Club, next this weekend. This weekend. This weekend. 18th and 19th. Tickets online. Butterfly Club. <laughs>